Hello, welcome to Okawa Book Club. So we're your hosts, I'm Dylan. I'm John. And we're going to be discussing the teachings of Riho Okawa. Riho Okawa is a world teacher, master, and CEO of Happy Science Group. All right, so welcome to Okawa Book Club. We've got today, The Laws of the Sun, One Source, One Planet, One People by Riho Okawa. So this is where it all began. This is where everything started. And to introduce the book, I will ask John to read the six chapter titles. Chapter one, When the Sun Rises. Chapter two, Buddha's Truth Speaks. Chapter three, The Great River of Love. Chapter four, The Ultimate of Enlightenment. Chapter five, The Golden Ages. And chapter six, The Path to El Cantare. Wow, okay, so this has everything, doesn't it? It's like a big uh, macro scale perspective of life, the universe, love, enlightenment, and just how we should be in this world. So it it's the first book, but it's also the most fundamental. Absolutely. And in our previous book clubs, we've been going through by chapter by chapter of each book that we read. But this one, let's talk more about our experiences after reading it and through reading it, how we changed and our perspective on life changed. But before we do that, I'm just going to read from the preface so that we know just a little bit more about the book. The Laws of the Sun is an exceedingly mystical book. Instead of trying to understand it using common sense, I want you to replace the usually accepted common sense with the contents of this book. Very soon, far more than 40 million avid readers of my books will make this book the common sense of the world. I hope it will be so. All right. And uh, it was so for me and you. <laughs> it was yeah. so. So we changed our common sense by reading this book. And on the back, it says, Life's questions answered. Why and how did God create this world? What are the universal spiritual laws that shape this world? And how can we learn to live in harmony with them? And it goes on. So it's a book for basically... Christians, Buddhists, Muslims, Jews, New Age, people of all types and backgrounds, and that's why it's called One Source, One Planet, One People. The contents of this book can really help us overcome the problems that we're currently facing in the world. So going to my story, for me, I was in college and uh, I was just beginning and I was studying and I didn't really know what I wanted to do. And my father had recently passed away before that. And so I was really just down in life. I didn't feel any motivation to try and improve myself, to try and do something for the world, to try and help others out. But after I found this book and the movie which this book was made into, I really discovered so much about life and about myself and about the world. I understood that souls return to the afterlife. They have a spiritual dimension which they return to. And people are not disappearing when they pass away. Everyone goes somewhere. They don't stop existing. They continue to exist. And moreover, it's not just a simple distinction between heaven and hell. There's so many places in the spiritual world, so to speak. It's a multidimensional spiritual structure which is very refined and beautiful. And it's all created by the fundamental creator of the universe, who we call El Cantare. And this book explains the meaning of El Cantare and why he's here on earth now. So once I learned that, 
I learned that my father, he's in another place, which of course helped me. But then I also learned why I exist, why we are all struggling in this material world, why we have to go through so much conflicts and strife to refine our souls, to level ourselves up, and then go back to the spiritual world with a higher state of enlightenment. And that just put my whole life in perspective. And then there's just so much more fascinating wisdom within the book that I can use to refine myself and then learn more about other people. So that's why this book really saved me and changed my whole way of thinking. Oh, I appreciate hearing that, Dylan. I didn't even know some of that about you. So <laughs> <laughs> that was cool for me to, yeah. uh, to learn about. Yeah, thank you. So how about yourself? Um, well, I mean, I've been a seeker of spiritual truth for many years. And, you know, I've been involved with several spiritual groups and read, I mean, thousands of spiritual books without exaggeration. And I, when I discovered the works of Ryo Kawa and Happy Science, I instinctively and immediately felt this brilliant, like golden light mm -hmm. emanating from it. And I was very drawn to it. So when I read The Laws of the Sun, it was incredible to me just how it was as though like I, I was familiar with a lot of the concepts in it, but they had never been explained so clearly from everything I had ever read and with such simplicity, yet at the same time being very thorough. Mm. So, you know, just and, and, you know, this particular book, it touches upon everything that is elaborated in all of Ryokawa's other books. Mm. Um, I mean, at this point, I've read. 50 plus of his books and there's obviously <laughs> there's a couple of thousand i think <laughs> and everything that i've read elsewhere it's it's like an entire book elaborated upon pieces of what are discussed in this book so mm. i mean i would say if you were only going to read one of uh, one book by Ryo Kawa, it should be the laws of the sun but you're going to want to read more of them after reading it mm. um so for me after i discovered it it just helped me to I mean, I, I wasn't at a terribly difficult point in my life. I was sort of in between work. I had actually just recently ended working with my father. And at the same time, I had been doing some freelance work. And so I, you know, I had some kind of extra time. And, you know, and I found this book and it just brought uh, illumination and helped me direct myself. Because I, I was in some ways a little bit not entirely directed at that point in time. Mm -hmm. And so uh, reading The Laws of the Sun sort of reinvigorated my sense of having a spiritual mission mm. and putting everything about existence into context mm. in, in a way that has it, that's always empowered by faith, mm. you know, which uh, a lot of spiritual traditions, they, they, although they may be spiritual, they lack that religious aspect of faith and also the community aspect mm. of religion. And, and I felt that the idea of, you know, soul groups and things of that like nature, which are discussed in the laws of the sun really um, touched me in, in, in a deep place. Mm. And yeah, I mean, I could go on and on, but <laughs> it's just an incredible book. Uh, it was life changing. And I mean, you know, obviously after reading it, you know, I haven't looked back. <laughs> yeah, that's fantastic to hear that. Thank you for sharing. As you mentioned, it does contain so much of the essence of what's behind all the different spiritual groups and religions. And it basically puts everything into perspective. So you can have respect for Christians, for Muslims, for Jews, for Hindus, for every other religion. Because you'll understand that they all came from one source. They all came from one being. And then they call that being by different names. 
And it might be easy to say that, but this book also goes into the spiritual laws that exist behind that statement, how it all works, how the whole structure of the universe works. And so you don't just think simply, yes, that's true, but you are amazed by the very detailed explanation of the spiritual laws, how everything exists and how everything works. And then once you can be convinced of that, your common sense shifts. That's the real changing point. It's a combination of wisdom and faith. It's not blind faith. It's believing, but also knowing. It's knowing that this must be true because there has never been a book written which talks about this to such a deep and detailed degree. It's like the one book that if everyone had it at their home and their bookshelf, this world would become a utopia. It is that powerful. So I really recommend you to receive this book. And also there's people who have gotten many editions of The Laws of the Sun over the years. This is the 2018 edition and it's the most recent. And the translation is the best so far. So I highly recommend if you have a previous edition, then replace it with this version so you can get the most pure understanding of Rihokawa's deep wisdom. Yeah. I couldn't agree more, Dylan. And yeah, I mean, I, you know, that, that's one of the most beautiful things is that it is a science. You know, it, it's that, that uni the unification of faith and science is something I think that we all need. And this is, this book is a, an incredibly powerful tool for bringing peace to this world. Mm -hmm. Because to this day and for thousands of years, there have been religious conflicts or conflicts which have a religion as a basis for them. Mm -hmm. And this is a book for everybody. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. So is there anything that stood out to you in this book that you felt is, if you could think of maybe one or two points that really stick out the most from in here, do you know what they would be? Well, I think uh, at the time when I first discovered it, I really appreciated the chapter five, uh, the golden ages, mm -hmm. which prior to that, I had been familiar with like the theosophic view of the different ages and the different kind of root races developing and but I mean, this was just such a better, you know, more thorough explanation of it, um, with much more detailed with. Uh, so, I mean, I really appreciated the idea of not only there being a biological evolution of humanity, but also a spiritual evolution over time. And then the explanation of the signs of a new state of humanity uh, starting to come out, realizing that this is a catalyst for that. Mm -hmm. And it's a sign that that is happening, you know, and uh, I think it's just a beautiful feeling and a beautiful existential perspective to know that you are a part of a newly budding utopian humanity. You know, mm. something that we've never uh, achieved before. Yeah, I love the way you said that. Because as you mentioned, maybe other spiritual groups, they might talk about the idea of maybe Atlantis or the idea of Lamudia or something. But what this book teaches is not just what the civilization was, but who lived there? What did they do? What kind of characteristics did they have? What was their strong point? What was their weak point? And then why did their civilization collapse? Then we get this like flow of history, which also includes the reason why these things happened. And then we realize that today we are also in one of these ages that's just beginning and starting from Japan and now spreading around the world. So we learn that 
the reincarnation of El Cantare is now here, and in the past he's been known by many names such as Ramu, Toth, Riandaral Crowd, Ophelis, Hermes, and Gautama Siddhartha. Now, as Rihokawa, we learn the fundamental being, the enlightened one, has come back because he loves humanity, he wants to save us, and he wants us to be happy. And he has a deep mercy for humankind. So that is why he is here. And then it explains very deeply in chapter 6 about his life so far and then what he wishes to teach us. And my favorite quote from this whole book is the last sentence. Actually, the last two sentences. Believe in me and gather to me. Spread this message to people all over the world. I am your eternal master. It is... Powerful. <laughs> it, it puts a silence into your mind. It is so enormously powerful. And what's happier than that? Knowing that we are saved. That is the most happy thing. And that's why I really love this book so much. And I highly recommend all the people out there to pick it up. So one other very fascinating point about this book. So it was written by Rihokawa in Japanese. And he had no idea, but there was a prophecy which predicted the laws of the sun would be written. And after he wrote it, he found out about this prophecy that said that Hermes will be reborn in the land of the East. He will not return to Europe. And he will write the laws of the sun. This was clearly predicted. And Nostradamus wrote about it in his book called Centuries. He also wrote that this the person who wrote this will fight against the great king of terror and will ultimately triumph, which will spread the new hope around the world. So we often think of Nostradamus's terrible prophecies, but this prophecy was the realization of Hermes's triumph over evil. And it's happening again, because as I mentioned, Hermes was reborn as Rihokawa in Japan just as the prophecy said, and he did write The Laws of the Sun. And now this book is spreading to millions and millions of people to save the world. So it's ultimately so fascinating. It's amazing. Uh, I, I actually just read those pro those segments from Nostradamus this morning. Mm -hmm. And I mean, if you really are familiar with Ryokawa's teachings and you, you see the details of things that he said in those prophecies, I mean, mm -hmm. it's astounding. You know, even the correlations with Venus, it's just... Oh, it's, yes. It's, <laughs> it's incredible. Yes, it is amazing. And before we go, I'd like to ask you, John, to read the afterword or part of the afterword from this great book. Sure. This is the one and only book in the entire world that clearly describes creation, the stages of love, the structure of enlightenment, and the transition of civilization, as well as the true mission of El Cantare. You should believe this book, for you will read it as the Buddhist scripture or the Bible later on in your future lives. Amazing. Profound. And I'm looking forward to reading it again in my next life. <laughs> but for you who are listening, you can find this book a few different places. It's sold in major bookstores such as Barnes & Noble. It's also online, places like Amazon.com. If you'd like to learn more, you can go to okawabooks.com. It was great talking to you again, John. Likewise, Dylan. In these trying times, stay happy, healthy, and positive. <laughs>